Hello and welcome to the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. I'm Dave and I'm here to tell you about my new book. Again, this is part three. So without further ado, here we go. Welcome, welcome, everyone. I'm so glad you're back with me today. And again, this is part three of my three-part series on the uh, the new book I have coming out, The Teacher, the Chef, and the Hockey Player. And I'm really excited about it. As you can probably tell, my uh, book is about done. It's pretty much close to being finished. And eventually, I will put a link in there, and you can sample the first chapter. And if you like it, you can purchase the book. I appreciate everyone who has given me feedback on the cover, on the book itself. So thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. That's just been phenomenal. So today I'd like to go through the final three principles of the PE9. And again, we've covered, I've covered one, two, and three on the first episode and four, five, and six on the second episode. If you want to go back and take a listen, if you haven't already, um, I think that'd be a good start. So you know what, what the process has been and just uh, where we started off with the characters, um, things like that. So it'd be great if you went back, if you haven't already, take a listen, and I think you'll enjoy those. So without further ado, let's get going. Here's number seven. Let me give you a boomer. Number seven. All right, number seven is passion plus purpose equals legacy. So in the book, the, uh, the hockey player, his dad talks about this uh, lesson right here, this principle. Again, it is passion plus purpose equals legacy. So the passion, of course, is how we enjoy our job, how we enjoy our our work. And I would suggest you start seeing your your work as not just a job, not just something on Monday mornings you're slogging to and not being happy about. If that is the case, I really suggest you look for something else. And that that's okay. It's okay if you don't stay in education forever. I quit teaching, let's see, a couple times, actually, especially when I was a younger teacher. And I just didn't know if that was my passion or if I could keep going. And I know there's been a lot of turnover in the past, well, it's been forever, but definitely in the past five, uh, you know, the COVID years and beyond, and even before that. There's been a lot of turnaround and teachers leaving the profession. And if that's you, that's okay. You can find your passion in anything. I almost, and I say some of this in the book, I went to work for my dad for a while, actually. It, again, the characters are a little muddled or a little mixed of my biography or my autobiography. Um, it's semi-autobiographical, like I said. And some people who really know me know the, the true stories there. But I went to work for my dad for about seven years in his grocery store. And I also worked there part-time just while I was teaching as well. And if you have passion for something different, that's awesome. Go for it. But find your passion in whatever career, whatever job you have. And I suggest you start calling it your craft. And we'll get to that in a moment. But, you know, if you don't have passion, people, in this this case, students can see it. You know, they can tell if you go there every day and just kind of like mope around. I'm not saying you would do that, but... They can tell if you love your job or not. They can tell if you love being a PE teacher or a teacher. They they can just tell that. Kids are very, very perceptive. And if you're just walking in at the, you know, at the late bell and running out of school as fast as you can, like, uh, 
in School of Rock, Jack Black just ran past the kids as the bell rang. You know, you can, they can tell. So the passion comes first. And then the purpose is, you know, it doesn't have to be a money thing, but like, what are you giving back? Like, what is your purpose behind the whole thing? Are you trying to change what's how teaching is done in your field? If it's PE, if, if you're trying to give back to the community, if you're volunteering your time, you know, that is, that should be an extra external thing to me, at least, you know, or actually it could be something when I say external, external outside the school, it could be in inside the school as well. Like how are you trying to change the, you know, the, the school culture or how are you trying to change this, the PE program or whatever you're working on? You know, have you left people better than you found them? How have you treated others? Have you helped students and not, you know, come down on them hard? You know, they, they don't remember. I know you've heard this a million times, but you know, they're not going to remember if you taught them the muscular skeletal system or whatever, they're going to remember how you treated them. They might remember some things. And we're going to talk about that as well. Some experiences, which we kind of, uh, which we did talk about on number six, last episode, create experiences. They're going to remember all that, but they're going to let, remember how you treated them. And if you cared about them, you know, that's the main thing. And that leads to legacy. You know, I've talked about this in the, a different podcast about my pavilion and field being named after a former administrator. I, I, I think the first uh, principal there, I'm not even sure. You know, it's, it's cool to get a thing named after you, but it'd be even better just to, to know you left pe- the world a better place. These, these students are better uh, in a better place and just plant those seeds. You, you might never see them. And I'm, I'm, it was crazy. I've, I've told the story a bunch, but there's a student that, that honestly couldn't stand me from the minute he met me. And it, it was a long year. And that was when I, my last full year in uh, non-PE, it was before I, the year before I taught PE, basically. And I just thought he, this kid hated me. And uh, a couple of years ago, he wrote me privately on Facebook and said, he just thanked me for everything. And, you know, he's going to fire school and, you know, all this stuff. I'm like, oh my goodness, I thought you hated me. But if you plant the right seeds and you treat students in a positive way, that will bring about the third part, which is legacy. I still have students from my old school saying, oh, please come back. We miss you so much. And I don't want that school to be left in a different place than I, than I left. But I'm, I love the fact that they miss me and they want uh, to know where I'm at and when I come back and, and all this stuff. But, um, you know, that's just, that's number seven. That's the passion and purpose equals legacy. And hopefully you take that really to heart because I love that one. So that's number seven. All right. So number eight is see your work as art. Now, just like I said in the last uh, number seven, you know, if you just see your work as work and as a job, it's, I I know it's just a mental thing, just calling it something different, but it matters. I love, well, you know, I love the Buffalo Bills. Most, you know, if you've followed me for a little bit, love the Buffalo Bills and Stefan Diggs, I love the fact that he calls and he's the receiver, the main, the, the go-to receiver there, the best receiver, one of the best receivers in the NFL. He's always talking about perfecting his craft. And he doesn't say, I'm getting, trying to get better at being a wide receiver in the NFL. I'm trying to get better at my job. He says, I'm trying to perfect my craft. And I don't know, there's something about that that just makes me love that even more and, and really resonate with him even more about calling his job his craft. Now, 
I'm not going to go into these big details of what everything is, but one of my favorite stories about the Salvador Mundi, and again, some of this is in the book. This this is about uh, a lost Leonardo da Vinci painting, and it's it's sold for a record like $750 million uh, a few years ago, and it's just it's amazing. Just it's a one of a kind. It's his. It was his art. It was his craft. The Sistine Chapel from Michelangelo. Um, I've always wanted to go there, but you know that's something that's a one of a kind. You're never going to see that again. The Honus Wagner baseball card. That's uh, one of the the gold prize standards of baseball. Like having that card. There's only a few left in the world. At one point, Wayne Gretzky owned it actually, or one of them. You know, to me, that inspires me to create my own art in PE. I know this, that sounds a little out there, but I really feel it like if you think of your work as art, as a craft, you will start to see it in a new light. One of my favorite books, and it's a series of about three, of three books, is Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. And he basically says, you know, if you just steal from somebody, you're plagiarizing. If you steal from a lot of people, you become like uh, authentic and original and that's what is we talked or I talk about in the book is, and I hate using the word, the word steal is a little uh, misleading, but, you know, learn from others, take a lot of stuff from other people in your field, and then go beyond that. Um, one of the stories I share in the book is about Sean White. And I, I love, I, well, he, he just retired, but I love watching Sean White. And I'm, again, I'm not going to go through his whole biography here, but in his final run in the Olympics or his final Olympics um, just last last year, he um, he came fourth. I mean, so he still did really good. But by this time, he's, I hate to say it, but he's like an old man in his field. You know, he's like 30-something. But he's, <laughs> it just, it, there's, there's kids that took what he did. He was a trailblazer. He definitely changed the game. But he, they went beyond what he did. And what really stuck with me, just what really got me during the Olympics last uh, winter was that, the commentators, and I can't remember who it was, but one of them was a former uh, snowboarder. He said, you know, what he did in the last few Olympics was amazing, but it wouldn't have even meddled in 2022. Like these kids, the younger generation, took what he did and went beyond and just made these amazing, just whatever, incredible, you know, stunts and runs down, down the half pipe that he wouldn't even meddled. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. If he, you took his run from like, let's say 2012 and or sorry, 2010. And I mean, that was just incredible. And you put it, you transpose that into 2022, it wouldn't even meddled. And that just really got me. Like you just have to keep pushing, pushing your work, pushing your craft as again, I call it into a new dimension so that you can go beyond what other people have done before. So think about that. How can you take your, what you've done and go beyond that. I'd say one of the ways is take your passions, your hobbies, and your knowledge and try to inspire your students. Try to create a masterpiece. I always say, and it just, if you, again, if you've followed me for a while, you know, I talk about my Chukball tournament, which I plan on starting again this year at my current school. The first time I did that with my paras and my fifth graders, I remember standing on stage and speaking to administration and to all the kids watching and all the kids playing and the kids doing their jobs. And I remember saying that I thought this would be my masterpiece, but it wasn't. It was our masterpiece. It was something brand new. It was something the fifth graders, along with everybody else, 
came up with. So it wasn't just mine. It was everybody's. But that's the kind of thing I want to create every year. I want to do something new and exciting any, or even old and exciting and bring it back for my new school so they can see what it's like. So think about what you can do. And I, I want to do more than just chukeball, but think about what you can do uh, to create your own masterpiece. And th- again, number, so number eight is see your work as art or a craft. All right. So number nine, it might be my favorite one because it, I think it encompasses all the other eight is pursue excellence or my other subtitle of that is put the playbook on the plane. So put the playbook on the plane. I've talked about this before was the mantra, I guess, of Kair Elam. The Buffalo Bills drafted him last season um, in the first round. He was, I think, believe the 23rd pick overall from Florida. He's a cornerback. And as customary, the Bills called and any team just calls who they're picking and says, congratulations, you know, you're on our team, whatever team that is. And, you know, they celebrate with their family. Well, what Kair Elam did, which I just found incredible, was he kept saying, well, not, I didn't, he didn't say it repeatedly, but he said it a few times. He said, let's go, let's put, you put the playbook on the plane. And the general manager was just like, just, just calm down. Okay. Just enjoy your night with your family. We have plenty of time. And he kept saying, no, 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 put the playbook on the plane. Let's go. He wanted to get to work right away. And I love that. I love that about him. He also, when they, before he actually was drafted, when he met with the teams, he met with the bills and brought his, his notebook and his notebook was filled with stuff that he did. You know, he did well, he did right. And also things he could improve on. And he has actually asked the general manager, what, you know, what do you think I can work on? What do you think I could learn? And to me, that's pursuing excellence. He's not just saying, Hey, here I am here, here. I'm awesome. You know, basically not that he would say that, but you know, here's what I'm so good at. He said, here's what I'm really good at. What do you think I can work on? You know, and at that point, he wasn't a Buffalo Bill. He was just interviewing team with teams. So that was amazing. So to me, that means for us, at least as educators, as physical educators, that means we need to walk the walk. We need to show that we're eating healthy. We're drinking water. We're putting in the work with the students. Maybe go for a uh, quick jog around the track, you know, with them or walk around with them or, you know, getting to know them better you know, study concepts, put in the the study time as well. Know what you're teaching. Don't just walk in and and roll out the ball and say, let's go. You know, I see that a lot on, I say, I've said this before on like on Facebook and and Twitter and stuff. Someone will put a cool game out there. And by the way, there's a lot of cool games and I've, you know, stolen from a lot of people and learned from a lot of people, you know, stolen quote unquote. But some of people are saying on Twitter or they said on Twitter, like, Hey, let's play the game tomorrow what was your plan going into tomorrow before you saw this on Twitter? Like, what was your plan? You know, be ready to go pursue excellence. Like I said, all principles come back to this, all principles of the first eight, you know, put the work in, make sure the pairs know what they're doing. Make sure everybody knows what they're doing. Make sure you know what you're doing when you go to school in the morning and make sure the students know what's expected of them. So that is number nine, pursue excellence or, Put the playbook on the plane. And now it is time for your cowbell tip of the day. All right, everyone. So your cowbell tip of the day is to 
I guess think about all those principles that we've talked about. And if you haven't, again, go back and listen to the other the other six. But these three principles, I think, are very important, and it can be in your program. And I'm sorry for my dog making noise in the background today. He or she just won't stop, and I'm also not feeling well today. I'm actually home at home from school, not feeling well. So think about where you might be lacking of those nine principles, or maybe not at all, but never stop growing, learning. And I just gave away one of the principles. So you definitely incorporate as many of these as you can into your life, into your program, as I try to do. I'm not perfect, but I try each and every day as best I can. And I do want to also say my book is coming out soon, and I'm very excited about it. So definitely grab a copy if you want to support the show. That'd be the best way. Is um, I'm going to hopefully do a pre-sale launch coming soon. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. And that is your cowbell tip of the day. Let's go. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. You guys and girls from PE Nation are awesome. I see you out there, and I appreciate everything you've done to listen and support this show. So take care, PE Nation, and let's keep pushing our profession forward.